Super Talk Mississippi media production. Joining me now, former LSU Tiger, ESPN 104.5, Snaps Podcast. You guys are all so busy, you and Hester. Like, do you have family lives? It's T-Bob Bear. What, uh, what do you do for free time, buddy? I I I have um my my free time. I go like this. So I, I wake up about 4:30. And then I kind of do like, you know, this sort of stuff till about two. Uh And then I pick up the kids from school. And then eventually those little demons who I love so much go to bed about like 830. Mm -hmm. And then I fit my entire adult life into that kind of uh, 830 to 10 window. Like I was just talking about Ahsoka. That that that's yeah. that's where that lives out, which is crazy because I used to game for like twelve to fifteen hours in a row when like <laughs> at a different point in my life. So, all oh, it's 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 all right though, man. I ain't complaining. I love this job, so it's all good. Yeah. You ever heard the joke about what a dad's vacation is? No, uh. it's he it talks about I forget the comedian, but he's like, you know, you, you get everything loaded into the car and you close the back of the car and you put the kids in the car seats and you buckle them up. You make sure their their DVD players are on. You get your wife in the car. She's got her drink and her blankets. You close that door and then you walk around the car to your side of the, the car. Yeah. That's your vacation. Hell yeah. That, dude. that 10 seconds of just nothing is your vacation as a dad. Well, it is funny some of the things that you start to look forward to. Like, I would say that in keeping with that, sitting in the carpool line yeah. is a bit of a mini vacay. Yeah. It is a solid 15 of doing nothing. I'm not driving. Yeah. No kids in the car. I'm waiting, yeah. kind of the calm before the storm. I've learned to really enjoy that little 15 there. Oh, man. See, my kids are old now, so I don't have these those little simple joys anymore. So, all no, right. I'm, a, I'm in the young. I'm at five, three, and nine months. So... I'm at 17 and 14. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. They're getting up there. So, all right. I have an interview for T-Bob. I told him before we started, this is a very special interview. It's almost like a gift to him. So I I hope he's excited for it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This is always a tough game for Mississippi State, T-Bob. And it's just such a, it's a dangerous game, but it's a dangerous business, T-Bob, going out your door. How do you view this game from the LSU perspective? (laughs) <laughs> um okay i didn't know if now now i'm kind of tempted to answer in hobbit uh look i i would i i would say this well you know kind of in keeping with that quote well you, you never quite know where the game's going to take you yeah. when you step out that door um i feel very bullish from the lsu perspective and it's a bit odd uh because it's not how i felt necessarily before I spent about an hour and a half last night watching the Arizona Mississippi state film. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason being is LSU right now is a bit of a mixed bag where you have the 31 point run in the second half of the Florida state game. That is kind of the towering monolith overshadowing the rest of the season. Even if you watch the Grambling game close early on, especially you'll see a lot of bad defense. Right. And bad defense that is going to depress a lot of LSU fans. But at the same time, what I do see is a team that still has, especially on the lines of scrimmage, a lot of raw natural talent. I see a team that against what I think is a championship contender Florida State team had a first half where they had the lead despite blowing two red zone opportunities. Um, and even against Grambling, while the defense was awful early on, it you know shut them down late, and the offense was great. And uh, and, and what I also see is an elite offensive line for LSU. Like I think their offensive line is actually really really good. 
So when I turned on that Mississippi State film, and I've been hearing, you know, I kind of I hustled Mississippi State in the corner of my eye against Southeastern, and I didn't get to watch much Arizona live. But, you know, I've been hearing, oh, no, they run the ball now. And I'm thinking, like, okay, you know, it's going to be like – um like how people are like, you know, but Tennessee actually runs the ball or Old yeah. Miss actually runs the ball. Uh, no, Mississippi State said F it. They're like, oh, no, no, we're going to go like full, almost less miles in rushing attack. I mean, we are talking like 65% run pass ratios, counters, powers, not like, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually kind of shocking to me. And the reason being is because it is a style of offense that I have always felt is very talent dependent. Now, if you have elite talent and you want to run this kind of pro style, shove it down their throat attack. Well, that's great because if you're better than the other team, you control the game. Like you throttle the game. You can control the game to like a finite detail minimizes risk as well. Right. But if you aren't as talented as the other team, it's really hard to punch up with this style of offense. So something like the air raid, like that's how Mike Leach made, I mean, maybe you could say it had a glass ceiling, but it had the opposite effect where it also would allow you to catch teams off guards that maybe you shouldn't, you know, maybe you lose the teams that you shouldn't do. So it's like a double-edged sword either way. Right. But when it comes to this matchup, I do feel like that's going to be a problem for Mississippi state. Yeah. I just, I mean, like I, I, I think about when states on offense and, and granted else you had some really bad run fits early against Grambling. So maybe I get proven wrong here. Right. And Kevin Barbe, I think, is a very good offensive coordinator. So maybe they have some wrinkles that, that, that are going to be uh, some things we haven't seen before. Like, I know they'll pop some plays, but on a full game basis, I find it hard to see that that Mississippi State offensive line is going to be able to consistently block Makai Wingo, Savian Jones, Mason Smith. Like, I, I like this guy, Jordan Jefferson, they got now. So, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty bullish on LSU right now. I would take them to 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 cover, and that's not how it felt last year entering this game. Yeah, you were. I remember last year. You were you were nervous about this one coming coming in. Yeah, uh, you sort of hit on the Mississippi State in the running game. Woody Marks has really been the engine of this MSU offense so far this season. You're not the biggest running back in the world, but even the smallest person can change the course of the future. How does the <laughs> LSU defensive line now back now that Mason Smith is back? You mentioned Makai Wingo. You know, but you also mentioned that Grambling game, and they had some issues in the running game there. Yeah. Early. How do you, how do you see that matchup? You, I guess you sort of spilled it out there, but what happens if State is able to catch LSU in those same fits that they were a week ago? Well, then I'm just wrong, right? And then State can move the ball, and they and then they control the game, and they give themselves a great chance of winning the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and look, Woody Marks is great. Don't like don't be wrong. I, I don't want to take anything away from Woody. My doubt more comes in that offensive line. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's because I don't know, man. I wasn't terribly impressed with Arizona's front seven. Mm-hmm. And to me, I would have liked this. Like, if I was going to sit here and be more concerned about that offensive line, I would have wanted to 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 see them dominate an Arizona front seven that just looked very small at times. Yeah, I mean, we're talking edge defenders that were like two seventeen mm-hmm. out there. Um, so I love Woody. Again, I think I think this is kind of like like LSU's linebackers have been really bad. But you look at Mike Norvell's offense, and it's an insane offense. I mean, I mean, guys are pulling every direction, every single play. There's these jet sweep themes that are building on top. It's like like Mike Norvell's offense is like a composition. It's not just like LSU spread is is good and they're good enough where they'll 
have a lot of offensive success, but sometimes in that Florida State game, LSU spread just felt like a collection of notes or or you know sounds like 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 Norvell as a composition, right? Yeah. And so LSU's linebackers have kind of been in it. Even Grambling kind of put him in a little bit. A more traditional here stretch lead counter power. Like I would expect LSU's linebackers, this would be kind of a get right game. Um, but again, maybe I'm wrong. And, and if I'm wrong, then then all bets are off. But I just I don't like I just don't really. And I guess it's in keeping with the defensive minded head coach. I just don't know if I agree with Zach Garnett taking away. I mean, Will Rogers looks pedestrian. Mm-hmm. And I was a massive Will Rogers fan before this. And I watched this last game and it just looks like you would never guess that this is a guy that is challenging all time SEC passing records. Mm-hmm. With on paper. You know, it, it seems like LSU is a far more talented team. Not a, not enough talent for Mississippi State to, like you just said, to out-talent them. But State will meet them in battle nonetheless. <laughs> Do you have any worry? I mean, with LSU, I feel like sometimes they might overlook Mississippi State, but I feel like that one loss on the schedule already means that LSU, not, not in must-win mode, but it definitely in high-alert mode. Look, uh, a day will come when the courage of Tigers fail. But it is not this day. All I right. should have said the focus of Tigers fail. Uh, but no, because like I, I, it's what you said. You've already lost the game. You didn't locate against Grambling. The local temperature is hot right now. The spotlight is burning hot. People are angry. Um, you're going into an SEC opponent stadium. Like if you're not ready for this game, you're a poorly coached team. And if nothing else, I don't think Brian Kelly is going to feel like I, he does not feel the poorly coached teams at least not in that regard so if uh, i mean my thing would be if you're overlooking mississippi state like who, who are you like who do you think you are to be overlooking a team that finished nine and four uh third in the west last year was a third yeah it was third, third. right yeah. yeah third in the west like what are we talking about a team that was beating you soundly at the beginning of last year before you kind of managed to turn the tide so like no i don't think I think if overlooking comes into it, then LSU has much, much, much deeper problems about the leadership on this team, the execution, the staff. So, no, I don't expect overconfidence to be an issue. Again, I just think it's like, what if I'm wrong? And even though LSU appears to be more talented, the run fits remain awful. And they can't stop Mississippi State from running the ball. And what if I'm wrong? And despite thinking that the offense is really, really good, that Jaden Daniels has a moment similar to like last year against Arkansas where they couldn't move the ball at all. Uh, so it, it's it's. I don't think there's too much metagame influences that should come 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 uh, or, or be involved in this one. Like, this team should be ready to go. They have no excuse. I think the biggest thing where, it's, where you say you could be wrong is Mississippi State does things differently offensively this week, and they run more of the offense that Kevin Barbe is kind of known for, and they throw the ball vertically down the field and test that LSU secondary. A little bit. That's that's where it, where state's going to win. That's where it is for me. So that that is a great point, Brian. I'm glad you said that because I agree. It's creativity on both sides of the ball that where I think state could could win this thing. Because yeah, LSU's looked really weak uh, in the secondary, like even weaker than whatever bad run fits they had last week. So if I'm just looking at LSU and I'm saying, okay, how do I attack them? You would think that it wouldn't be, let me just run into Makai Wingo all day. Like, that's an All-American interior defensive tackle. Arizona didn't have that. So the game plan made sense about Arizona. I actually wrote that in my notes last night. Like, 
I like I can't imagine Mississippi State's going to come out and do the same thing. Like so they're going to have wrinkles, maybe they take a lot more shots, that's what I would do. And then defensively, while the talent isn't the greatest, um Arnett is very multiple. And they hit you with a lot of different looks and a lot of good schemes to uh, to to take advantage. And that that has gotten LSU's offense into trouble in the past. And Jaden in trouble in the past is kind of deciphering that madness. So yeah, if State's going to win, I do agree. It would be with a, a a a different offensive game plan maybe than we've seen thus far that catches LSU by surprise and keeps them on their heels. And kind of the same thing defensively. Where 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 Arnett relying on all of his defensive prowess finds some angles that this LSU team can't really wrap its head around. Jane Daniels last year was a big reason for LSU winning when he was able to get outside the pocket and and as far you know mo- being a mobile quarterback is one thing right but you you got to have that awareness of when to, to run and you know Daniels has the eyes of a hawk and the ears of a fox back there in the pocket. How impressive has he been for you throughout his LSU career? Um, he's, I, it's, it's interesting. I'm a big Jane Daniels fan, but imagine this, Brian, yeah. given that you're a, uh, you know, you know how it goes in this job. Yeah. Um, the fan base, it is now for two oh. years, a daily debate yeah. over who should be the starting quarterback. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, Walker Howard left. He just couldn't take it anymore. He's yeah, like, exactly. like, I mean, it's all dust and dust angels. And look, could Jaden Daniels be better? Absolutely. Is he limited in some ways? Absolutely. The fade passing through against Florida State was an abomination. If that's what he throws in practice, I would never throw a fade again. Um, like, but but I think LSU fans have maybe lost a bit lost a bit of perspective. And to me, uh, and 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 look, when LSU lost Florida State, that was more about Florida State being good rather than LSU being bad, right? Other teams are not going to be able to affect you in the same way Florida State was. And so I think you've seen a Jaden Daniels through these last two games. It's actually way more consistent than what we saw last year. Only now he'll be able to show it, right? Whereas week one, you were going against, I think, a top five team in the country. And so that's always going to be hard. You might look bad. Week two, you're going against a team that, you know, you should trounce. And so when you score on all 10 possessions, it doesn't mean anything. Right. It's great. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. So this is the first cha- ta- chance for Jaden Daniels to be like, no, 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 I am very good, um, especially against like, you know, the majority of college football, because Mississippi State is a very good power five team. So these are the games in which LSU fans are going to need to see Jaden Daniels be dominant. And I think he will be, man. I think like I was very bullish on him returning this year because he had a another year in the system, a way more stable environment than anything he ever had at Arizona State, the same coaching staff, more time on task with the weapons. I've not thrown all that out the window just because these first two weeks of the season. So now's where I'm expecting to see some of that consistency come into play. I'm going to ask you a question about being a college football player about and about Mississippi State, their offense last week. People have been talking about Mississippi State's offensive performance last week as being intentionally vanilla, as if uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Barbe wanted to keep his game plan secret, keep it safe. It was almost like he told Will Rogers, you shall not pass. <laughs> Is that a real thing, T-Bob? Do, do, do college offensive coordinators and coaches say, we can beat this team doing so little, let's keep it off film for next week? It's definitely real, but not generally with teams that you're going to OT with. Yeah. You know, so that's where maybe it starts to fall apart a little bit because I had the same thought. 
Like, like they obviously saw something in the film, and what they saw was that Arizona State's freaking tiny yeah. at the front seven. But they saw something in the film where, like, you know what? We're gonna line up and we're just gonna run it down their throats. And if that has, I, I think, I think this probably sounds more realistic now that we're talking about right. It's a situation where it's like we really like that as a game plan. And if that also has the dual benefit of keeping things vanilla, then that's fine because we think it's a good path to winning this game and we don't have to overextend ourselves in some way and show LSU things that we kind of want to keep in the back pocket. So I don't want to make too much of that because nobody's going to do that to the point where they're going to lose. But it's it's not unrealistic to think that that's kind of uh, how that could have gone, where it's not necessarily the original intention, but you're like, yeah, but this works out. It kind of it kind of satisfies both the things we're looking to accomplish. Can you go into a game thinking that, and then realize at some point, hey, we're in trouble. We got to go back to what we normally. Do. Can you make that change in game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you got a good enough playbook, right? Like, I, I don't think it's crazy to think that they could have had Will Rogers just go out there and be like, hey, like run a two minute drill or something, right? So, so I, 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 I think you can, but also it's a weird thing where. Um, Again, the only times I ever entered with game plans like that were definitely against like teams that were very obviously lesser than. And even then, it was never really talked about out loud, right? Maybe the O-line coach kind of like is whispering it in the meeting room. Like, you know, boys, like we're kind of like, you know, we're trying to keep a little stuff under the hood. But it's not like the team meetings like this way. No, the team meeting is still, you know, we got to go out and win it. We got to give it our all, blah, 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 all that, all that kind of stuff. So it's a little bit of a... um it's just a weird thing to try to navigate. But if I was a Mississippi State fan, I think you're hitting the nail ahead. That would be my hope. Is that was kind of why the game plan is what it was, only 17 pass attempts, and that you look to take advantage of what appears to be a very weak LSU secondary. Well, I will look for Mississippi State to win, but I do not hold out for hope. It has forsaken these lands when it comes to LSU. What's your prediction? Uh, I, what I should have been doing is saying who says every line. As you said, you know who says that? Have you enjoyed this? Please tell me you did. I've, oh, bro, I've absolutely loved it, Brian. It's, it's made me so happy. That's Amer and Two Towers when they it roll is, up on is. him and they and they finally get to be, you know, yeah. uh, boys. Which, by the way, that scene in the books, absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's, it's like Council of Elrond-esque, uh, their conversation. No, this has been my favorite interview for this reason in years. Um, in fact, now cool. I forgot what the question was. The Prediction. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I think, I think LSU covers, and I yeah. don't think I'm just being a homer here. No, you're not. Um, unless, because also we didn't talk about this. LSU's offensive line is awesome. Yeah, like I think LSU's offensive line is really good, and they got this other five star freshman tackle who is going to rotate in. Lancer, fifty three. Yeah. yeah, wait until you see this guy. He looks like a literal giant. I've seen pictures of him. I'm like, he looks like he's forty five. First, it's, he it's, looks like he's my age. It boggles the mind. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think LSU covers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if they don't. Then LSU fans have to, or, or, or if they lose or struggle, I think LSU fans have to make even further adjustments about what they think this season could be. Because losing to Florida State doesn't make me think that you're a bad team. It just makes me think, okay, maybe you're not championship caliber. But I still believe LSU to be in that 10 to 15th in the country range. And if you are that, I think you should cover this game. I agree. I think LSU will cover as well. T-Bob Bear, appreciate your time, man. Uh, and I know you, I, I'm glad I was able to make this an enjoyable experience for you. Hell yes, dude. Oh my God, it was so much fun, dude. Thank you. I actually just, uh, it's funny you did this because this morning mm-hmm. on my morning show, I made, um, 
I told my producer that he's going to be kicked off the show mm-hmm. if he hasn't seen the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy by October 15th. Well, if you're hiring, I can get that job because I've, I've seen it many times. So. Yeah, and I told him, no, I'm not not even the extended editions because I want to see yeah. theatrical first. Yeah. And then he can get an appreciation of the extended editions afterwards. You don't you don't want me and Rivers tag teaming though. That, that would be that would be bad news for you and for Jacob there. So. Oh, that'd be so good, dude. All right, buddy, take good. it easy. All right, Brian, take it easy, man. A Super Talk Mississippi <laughs> Media Production.